Revelation 2.11 Ministries. Hello and welcome back to the podcast, episode 15. I'm your host, Travis. And are you guys ready? You know, are you ready? Things are getting getting hard out there, you know. Uh, uh, darkness is getting darker. Days are getting harder. Uh, people are becoming more and more evil. Evil is waxing more evil. Um, things are showing worse and worse in, in certain areas, you know. Uh, I was thinking about that lately because I ran into a stranger and a 73-year-old man who uh, was fearful to leave his house, was fearful of someone assaulting him or attacking him. He lived alone, lives alone, um, has five children that he does not contact uh, anymore that he um, isn't in contact with any family members. His wife passed away a little while ago, and he just, he said even when he tries to contact with people and and communicate with people, they always end up getting offended or having issues with him. They don't like the way he speaks or something like that. Um, And he said, he asked me if I would be offended if he spoke to me, and I said, no, I'm not offended. And uh, we spoke for about an hour, actually, and he told me a lot of information about what was going on with him and some things in his past and how he used to be in the army and, and uh, how he's moved from different places from New York and and then he moved to Florida and uh, just different areas he's been and uh, you kind of uh, and he was trying to be cautious about uh, what subjects to touch on because he didn't want to be offensive to anyone and um, he was talking about how, how fearful he was how things have gotten so evil and so um, so messed up over over his lifetime over 73 years and uh, and I'm only you know 33 actually my birthday's a Saturday so I'll be 34 and twice my life would be uh, 68 so he's he's older he's lived more than twice twice my life you know and uh, he just he seemed he seemed fearful he seemed worried he seemed um, he just he recognized that things weren't the way they used to be things are getting worse and worse so I'm going to read scripture here, Matthew chapter 24, starting at the beginning. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him and showed him the buildings of the temple. Jesus said unto them, See ye all these things? Verily I say to you, thou shalt not uh, be left one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And he sat upon the Mount of Olives, and the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? And Jesus answered him and said to them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled, for these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. For nations shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. All these things are but beginnings of sorrows. They shall deliver you up to be afflicted. They shall kill you, and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise, and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, same, the same shall be saved. And the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto the nations. 
and then shall the end come. So Jesus is saying, so there's things that are happening near the end. Uh, he's saying that, look, you know, there's wars and rumors of wars. These things will increase more and more as it gets near the end, but this is not the end yet. There's going to be natural disasters increasing. You're going to see earthquakes. You're going to see floods. You're going to see hurricanes. You're going to see uh, uh, snowstorms and different things hitting different parts of the world. And these things are going to come more and more frequent. You're going to see nation rising against nation and kingdom against kingdom. So peoples, not only country by country, but nation by nation, uh, race by race, division amongst all types of people in many different ways. Division and division and division by location, by land, by color of skin, by people. There's going to get worse and worse and worse. That people's hearts will get colder and colder. People will become less caring and more selfish and more self-seeking. That these are signs that the end is coming. And then, of course, he says, you know, the gospel is going to be preached to all the ends of the world. And then the end comes. So... Uh, you can see some of these signs coming on. I mean, you, you shouldn't be um, unaware that we're near the end times, most definitely. You know, each generation probably thought so after Jesus. Uh, they saw evil in the world because evil's been in the world since since the beginning. That's why, you know, God had to have Noah build the ark so he could flood the earth because it was so evil. It was so disgusting. He had to hit a reset button. And, and since then, of course, evil creeps back in and, and waxes worse and worse gets worse and worse over time and so there's uh, a sense of you know people who are uh, living more selfishly now people who care and only see themselves now there are uh, increase in natural disasters in wars and rumors of wars uh, you can see those things uh, you can tell that that's getting closer to the end of the times um, but what do you do in those times? He says people will hate you. The whole world's going to hate you. All nations will hate you. And I'm talking to those who are Jesus followers, those who are Christians, those who are actual Jesus followers. And I'm not saying that to try to be controversial, but there are many who claim to be Christians who are not actual Christians. Because it's more than just a title. It's more than just saying a thing one time or saying a prayer one time. A Christian is a lot more. It's, it's an actual follower of Christ, someone who wants to be obedient to Christ, who wants to uh, obey Christ's commandments and directions and laws, who wants to love other people, who wants to deny theirself. There's a whole process there of, uh, of someone who's actually trying to become a Christian, someone who's actually a Christ follower, a disciple of Christ, compared to someone who lives for the devil, lives like the devil, and then just doesn't like the ideal of hell and so therefore they claim they're a christian maybe their parents were a christian or their grandparents were a christian so they say hey i'm a christian too because i i i, I think there's a god i think there might be and so therefore i'm a christian and it's like well that's not that's not what a christian is a christian is a person who actually submits and follows christ it's not someone who just thinks possibly i want to escape hell so therefore I, i'll say i am and so you got a people who are actual christians are going to be prosecuted. They're going to be uh, put to death. They're going to have times, and, and it happens already, and it has, has happened for for hundreds of years. It's not a new thing that people are, are killing Christians. Um, certain countries don't have that uh, issue at the moment, uh, but you know, there's going to be a point when wherever you are in the world, 
you will not have freedom. You will not have a freedom to follow your faith. Uh, you will be, um, which it already is at many places, it is like that. It is, uh, uh, it's not safe to uh, be a Christian in a lot of countries. But, but here in the United States, we have the right and to practice our freedom of belief, uh, which it used to be a Christian nation, and some may argue that it still is. Um, but I believe more than 50% of, of people who live in the United States are non-Christians or non-practicing Christians. Uh, you know, the, the percentage-wise of actual Christians is probably... Uh, a lot less than 50%, probably even less than 25% at this point. So you, you, the, the values are what shows. You know, you know someone by the fruits uh, that they bear. So, you know, someone says they love God, but they, they're for certain lifestyles or certain standards, then they're against the things of God. Because if, um, if you're for God, then you're for the things of God. And you, you agree with his ways of, of living. But if you're not for God, then you go for the ways of the devil which are the opposite of of the ways of god so you you seek out selfishness you you seek out uh greedy gain you seek out um living certain lifestyles that are unpleasing to god you know there's certain things that people don't want to hear uh especially when you're posting things online they 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 think it's hate speech to speak a certain truth because they disagree with with the reality and they want to live in the darkness and so they want to live in lies and they don't want their darkness uh exposed you know no one wants to be told they're done they're doing something wrong or they're doing something that's evil or uh that their way of thinking is corrupted or or perverse you know people don't want to hear that because it convicts people and if people don't have uh salvation if they don't have a savior if they don't have jesus who takes away the sin of man then what they have is condemnation. They have a fearful waiting of hell, and no one wants to wait for hell. And so then they say, "Well, it's the opposite. What do I do to escape hell? Well, you got to trust in God, and you got to repent of your sin, and you got to believe on on Jesus. And and you you can't you can't live the way you were living before. And people are like, "Well, I don't like that. I want to live how I want to live. Uh, that's mostly because they don't um, they don't." They don't know what it's like to be free, you know. They don't know what it's like to to be clean, to not feel, uh, you know, a certain way. And sometimes you don't know you're dirty until you get clean. Uh, you may, you know, you may take a shower one night and then uh, go to sleep and wake up and then go through a whole process of the next day and afternoon and evening time, and you feel fine. You don't really feel dirty or filthy, but once you go to take your shower again you feel renewed and refreshed and you feel cleansed and sometimes you know you do feel dirty after uh sweating a lot or uh, being active working throughout the day you do feel a, a greasy or dirty feeling and the only reason you really notice that is because you know what it's like to be clean and so you have these uh people who've uh, never really had a clean life or haven't had a clean life in a while so they're not familiar with what it is to be clean they don't know what they're turning down of course if you ask anyone today like what would you like to take a shower daily uh, most people most people would say absolutely you know of course I would I don't want to feel dirty I don't want to feel greasy or or stinky I don't I want to be clean because it feels good to be clean it feels good to not have that on you to feel oily and stuff like that so but 
it's only because they've experienced it. So, you know, if you if you uh, talk to someone who's never had a shower before and you say you want to have a shower, they're going to say, uh, I don't. I don't know if I do. I don't know if I do. I don't know what that is. You know, I'm fine the way I am. Leave me, leave me alone, because I don't know what that is. Leave me alone. And so, and of course, I'm talking physically about cleaning, but I'm I'm talking also spiritually, mentally, emotionally. You know, people carry this um, heaviness, this baggage. They they carry like unforgiveness and hatred and anger and bitterness and. Um, the, you know, substances that they've held on to throughout their life, uh, addictions, different things that they got involved in and never knew how to get out of. And it, it just kind of like a, a weight, you know, like carrying a backpack full of stones. It's uh, their their iniquities, their sins, their choices are, are weighing them down. And so they feel heavy. They feel depressed. They feel weighted down with life. They feel, you know, anxiety. They don't feel peace. They don't feel comfort. They don't feel free. They don't feel clean. And so they have uh, this weight on them and they don't know how to get rid of it, but they're used to carrying the weight. You know, it's what, it's just how it is. I carry the weight and that's how it is. So they don't know what it's like unless someone came and showed them a way to get the weight lifted, to get the the cleanness, you know, and, and so there's just, there's just a lot of people who simply just don't understand, you know, when um, you come at them with a Christian perspective. With you, when you come at them with a Bible-loving, Jesus-loving perspective, they just they they just don't understand. They don't comprehend where you're coming from and and why you you speak the way you speak or why you believe what you believe because they've not been where you've been. You know, they've not experienced what you've you've experienced. The Bible says, "Taste and see that He is good." I'm talking about God, taste and see that He is good. So, if they haven't tasted then they don't know that he's good. So they um, they continue living the way they're living. And so they just don't know what why people do what they do. So when you tell them something like, hey, you shouldn't live this type of lifestyle, it, it hurts their feelings. Why? Because they feel perhaps convicted. They feel judged. And then when they don't know what to do with that, because it's like, well, who made you perfect? Who made you right? It's like, well, I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm not 100% right. I'm not flawless in my life i have faults and failures and i have a past and things i've done wrong but i have hope for the future i have uh, you know a cleansing of and forgiveness of my sins i have a, a hope and and a peace and a comfort and a joy uh which is what we want to give to other people you know you want to give someone peace and joy and comfort and then there's just um there should also be a righteous anger if you're truly a Christian, there are certain things that should just, just upset you, you know, when, when you hear about people uh, living certain lifestyles and stuff, it's not that, that you want them to be controlled, or you want them to do what you want them to do, uh, you have people who, you know, hurt people with the things they do, who uh, want to live in, in a, in a lifestyle that's endangering others, not just themselves, but it's not just about caring about the people that hurt, it's about caring about the person who is hurting themselves too, you know, um, and you don't, you don't want things to happen to innocence lives, you know, like children, you don't want people to abuse children, and you don't want people to harm children, you don't want this innocent child to be uh, beaten or harmed or, or um, you know, um, touched or, or, or corrupted or anything done to them, which is evil, but it happens, you know, in life, people, people do these things, 
They, they do evil. And I'm pointing out some of these different uh, scenarios or perspectives because I don't know who's going to be who's going to be listening, who's going to hear uh, tomorrow, who's going to hear in a week, a month, a year, uh, what type of person. Are they going to be a believer? Are they going to be a non-believer? Are they going to be someone coming to, to judge or are they uh, and try to talk down because they don't believe the same things? Or are they going to be someone who uh, is going to be like, yes, absolutely, and they're going to be amening? You know, I don't know exactly who the listener is or who when you're going to hear um, this podcast, hear this message. So, I just wanted to like make it a little more well-rounded in case you know whoever is listening. But um, if you are a Christian, um, here's the reality: you have to stand for the things of God. Um, you're going to have to stand on the side of God, and there's uh, things you're going to have to stand against. When um, and this is this is what what was making me think about it was um, just how mad people get when you disagree with them. You know, they they feel offended that you don't agree with them when they don't realize and for some reason they don't realize that their life if, if they think a Christian's lifestyle not agreeing with them is offensive then how much more is their lifestyle offensive to us we don't agree with their lifestyle so we're in the same boat they don't agree with us so we're offensive well guess what their lifestyle is offensive to us too because they're living lifestyles that we don't agree with so we both are in disagreement. So, you know we're both offended by one another but um, as a Christian, you're not supposed to be judgmental over other people. You're supposed to be, like I said, a righteous anger should come over something. If you see um, someone attacking a, a puppy or an innocent animal or an innocent child or uh, a group of guys attacking a young lady, you know, you should be upset about that. You shouldn't be like, oh, who cares? You know, because that's what that's what the end times are for, for the people who are not of God. They are to wax cold. They are to not care about these things. They're to ha not have a heart for other people. They're not to want to love for other people or defend the weak, to defend the widow, to defend the, the orphan, to defend the homeless, to defend the poor. You know, like we're that's what we're called to do is to stand up for those who can't stand for themselves, to step in those gaps and to uh, love on those people, to take care of those people, to intercede for those people, you know, to be there for those who can't uh, handle it themselves, those who are in positions to need a helping hand but uh there's it, it's hard because we want to fit in right you we want we want to fit in with other people we want to fit in with groups of people we want to have friends we want to have family and so sometimes we try to fit in uh with different people by agreeing with them even if we don't consciously agree with them even if we don't agree with them uh, we just don't want to start an argument we don't want to start a fight and of course there's a lot of people out there nowadays who uh, they want to start a fight for any reason, you know. You, they want to to come up and ask questions just so that they can get the answer out of you, just so they can start an argument or start a fight or start something, you know. They want they're they're hungry for for uh, an altercation. They're hungry for uh, interaction and confrontation and a fight. Um, and so you, a lot of people they don't want to fight. They want peace. They want calm. So they just like, oh, you 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 vote that way. Good. I vote that way too. Oh, do you believe about this on this situation? Oh, I, I believe that too. Oh, do you support this type of lifestyle? Oh, I support that too because I don't want to fight with you. I don't want to argue with you. I don't want to have a confrontation. Um, so people submit to, to what other people think and just rather hide in, in what they truly feel in their heart and in their mind and their conscience because they don't want to fight. But 
we're not supposed to live like that. We're supposed to be a light in the darkness. We're supposed to be salt in the world. We're supposed to stand out. We're supposed to be bearers of truth. We're supposed to speak truth. We're supposed to speak reality. Like, you know, simple things we need to, to just follow what God says on these things and not uh, follow what everyone else does because we're fearful of them. You know, it says in the book of Matthew chapter 10, starting at verse 32, Jesus said, Whoever therefore shall confess me before man, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. But whoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. Now it's an easy statement, very short and quick and easy, but extremely powerful. Jesus just told you in that verse that if you deny me before man, I will deny you before the Father. And, uh, so it's simple if someone says hey are, are you a christian and you say oh man i don't want confrontation i don't want them to ask me questions uh no i'm not and then your time came where god called you up to to speak to him and you he says hey um you you denied me you know I, I turn away from me i never knew you and so it's it is a hard thing because you don't know when your end is. You could, you know, no one's promised tomorrow, but no one's also promised the next few minutes. You know, while listening to this, something could happen. You know, while you're listening to this podcast, while you're listening to this message, something could happen to you. And it could be just the grace of God saying, hey, this is your last chance. Hurry up and correct something. Hurry up and repent. Hurry up and, and you know, fix something. It's your last shot, last chance. So you don't know when your last chance is. So you're going to always be ready and always be found uh, doing what is right in the eyes of the Lord. You want to always be um, on the Lord's side when you're when you're in conversation, when you're interacting with other people. You don't want to be shy of, of of being a Christian. And right now, it's you know, people may get upset. People may have an argument with you. I mean, a lot of times they don't really, uh, but they may. You know, especially if you post something online where where any person can hear it and they get upset about it. So you could, you could, you know, maybe someone's upset that, that you believe a certain way or think a certain way. But, um, but there will be a time that Christians will be literally killed for their faith, you know. And, and it does happen. I said it before, but it does already happen now. Uh, and I'm speaking uh, from the United States of America. So, you know, you've you got to understand from that perspective, we don't see that here. You know, people aren't being uh, sentenced to death before their faith for here. But there will be a time that there's not a place you can go. There's not a, uh, any country or any place where you won't get a type of punishment for believing what you believe. You know, there's people that hide underground in other countries. There's people who uh, have underground churches in other countries. There's people who only have a page of a Bible. And we have, you know, uh, tons and tons of unused Bibles here. You, you may have uh, one or two or three or five Bibles in your own house that you don't even use. And there's people who are like just worshiping God off of one page and, and that they have ripped out of a Bible so they can share and spread it, you know. And you're, you, you got the freedom here. And, and we think it's hard now, you know. It's hard now to get someone upset at work or a family member at Thanksgiving dinner or, you know what I mean? Like that's... That's the, the, the stress level we have. But what are you going to do when there's police officers going out there and, or an army man and, and whoever's running over the country, whoever's in the situation who's overseeing this this uh, pursuing Christians kind of thing? You know, when they come to you and they ask if you're a Christian, will you say no? Will you deny Christ before man? And, you know, the 
the we would all say right now i think we would all uh who are christians we would all say of course not right of course not I mean, you, you, but you know but well, are you living that way you know are you ready to meet the lord at any moment you know if someone held held you at, at a point where they're like look i'm going to end your life if you say you believe in him and you say well i don't want to die well I, you know no one no one wants to die but uh if you have faith then you're just gonna you're gonna meet the lord but if you deny him and the person then continues to uh end your life you then face the lord and he says well you denied me before man and i will now deny you before my father so you want to always be ready to to give up your life for the faith right and i'm not saying that to try to scare anyone and uh you may have people saying ah that's never gonna happen that's not the way it is well i was like well, I, I literally just read it from the bible from jesus's mouth you know he's he's the one who said that uh, the whole nations will prosecute you nations will come and you know uh come against you for his name's sake so you know it's gonna happen now we don't know exactly when the end is we don't know if it's two years from now we don't know if it's 25 years from now we don't know if it's 110 years from now we don't know if anyone who's um alive at this day is going to be alive at that time it could be another couple hundred years we don't know for sure but we off uh we, we got to be ready we can't be blind to the fact that it could happen at any moment on any day uh they can start doing it right uh, it just takes away the freedom is, is the main thing they want to do you know take away the the right to say certain things and once you can't say certain things if you take away your freedom of speech well then you can't you can't preach the gospel because it offends someone well you know and they're they're going to put in the certain ways that uh that people get offended by the things of God and therefore you can't preach the things of God anymore unless you are breaking the law and then you're you know that's when it starts to begin that's when you start going to jail because you are preaching the gospel and truth and so you got to be willing to uh, not only die for the faith you got to be willing to go to jail for the faith you know uh, you read about in the book of Acts how you know the disciples were getting thrown in the prison and stuff so it's uh, you know it the apostles were thrown in prison john the baptist was thrown into prison uh before jesus finished his ministry you know there's there's a lot of things where it's like you you have to go to that point to to not only to the point of death you know that i that you want to follow christ to the point of death which may only be like oh well you know that's at the end of my life i'm not gonna have to worry about that you know when they my life is in but you also got to be willing to go to prison what if you go to prison for 10 years 15 25 years you know you got to be willing to go to prison for christ and then well if you're willing to to give up your life and you're willing to go to prison for christ are you willing to have a conversation for christ you know if someone at work or in college or a family member or a friend or a stranger wants to you to give an account for your faith and your belief are you ready to do that are you willing to have a conversation for christ you know are you going to die for christ you're going to go to jail for christ well are you going to talk for christ you know and then are you going to live for christ you know it's not just about talk and it's not just about what could be because you don't think it will happen well they probably won't put me in prison they probably won't kill me so i'm not going to worry about it and just say yes but will you actually live for christ if you're going to die for christ would you live for christ you know and that that is a daily thing that is a choice to uh deny yourself every day and to walk in a certain way to uh follow god's decrees and his ways so um i want to encourage you guys more so is what i'm trying to say to pursue that if you haven't 
or to see that if you haven't, that things are getting worse and, and, and worse. And you're, you're not supposed to sit in fear. You're not supposed to sit in and be scared of it. Um, you're supposed to be confident that, that God is here to help those who are on his side. And so you're supposed to be aware is another way to put it. Uh, you're supposed to just be aware of the times. You're not supposed to just be ignorant or be foolish about things. You're supposed to be aware, you know, know what's going on. Um, and just see these things, you know. There, uh, there's certain things you're not allowed to say without people trying to silence you now, you know. You can't talk about certain subjects. can't talk about certain ways of living. And uh, it's, it's hard because, you know, you, you want to speak truth. Uh, you're not trying to offend but there should be a righteous anger towards those things that people are doing because those things are against god and against others a lot of times uh lifestyles that are perverse and things that you just like wow why are you living such a way it's not a good way so you want to speak out against those things and not everyone will be accepting ab about it you know some people will get angry and offended and um they will lash out in other ways but uh, the thing is, some people will hear the truth, and they will repent, and they will be saved, and they will, you know, turn their life about, and it will not just bless them, but it will bless those around them, and so that's why you do it, because you never know who will hear what you're trying to say, you'll never know who God is working on, who the Holy Spirit is, is you know, been working on the last, uh, last hour, the last day, the last week, the last few months, you don't know what they're has been going on in their life and their mind and their soul and uh it, you never know as long as you're you know being obedient and trying to discern what's what's a good time to to speak to certain people on certain subjects uh, and then just you know take opportunity don't miss opportunity it's it's better to try to help someone and fail than to not help people at all you know to to never reached out to never have given a helping hand or a, a word of advice or encouragement and to do it all in love, you know, you need to do it all in love. It's not, it's not about judgmental. It's not about better than you. It's not about hey, you're evil, evil, evil. Um, the actions are evil. The 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 mindset is evil. The strongholds, the lifestyles. Some of the people can't help it, you know. Some of the people they just don't know any better. And some of the people they uh, were were trained a certain way. They were taught a certain way by their parents, their grandparents, by social media, by TV, by movies and music and they, they just don't know any better. They were ignorant and they were showed a certain way and they think it's the right way and it's not. Um, some people have uh, spiritual issues, you know, maybe some type of demonic activity, some type of uh, thing that's that's leading them astray. Uh, we all have flesh, which uh, is, is evil in a sense. It has its own desires, its selfishness. So they're, they're following their flesh. They're following uh, spirits. They're following... Uh, things that other people have guided them and, and led them towards, you know. So some of them just, you know, they haven't heard the truth yet. And when the truth, when they hear the truth, the truth sets them free. That's like an aha moment. And it gives them a time to correct and repent. But however, on a larger scale, these, you know, the end will still come. The the wars, the nation against nation, the people waxing cold, the, the you know, people not caring. It's still going to happen, you know. It's not something that we can, um, we can, it's not like we can stop that from happening. We're not going to stop the end of the world. We're not going to stop, uh, you know, the return of Jesus. We're not going to stop those things from happening by everyone repenting and living a holy, wonderful life. 
the the everything's already been foreseen it's you know it will get worse and worse things will get bad but there's souls that are still available to be saved there's opportunities out there still to reach out to certain people who whether or not you know that they have opportunity they may look like the worst people ever but god knows what he has for them god knows the plans he has for them god knows those that will repent and you want to do your part by giving them opportunity uh, reaching out to people, try to, you know, save people out of hellfire, you know, that's not, that's the, that's the goal, you know, bring as many people to heaven with you, get them out of hell, so that's the, that's the question, are you, are you ready, are you ready for whatever may come, you know, whatever may happen, are you ready to stand for your faith, because there's going to be those who deceive you, or try to deceive you, there's going to be those who are offended. There's going to be those who don't want to hear you, those who are cold against you. Then there's going to be those who come against you who will start uh, at some point uh, taking down those who are Christians uh, through imprisonment and um, uh, punishments and different things, uh, uh, you know, martyrings and ending their life. So be ready. Be ready, you know. Be ready. Be high, high of high faith and take opportunities. Um, that's kind of where my, my heart is with this. Take, take opportunities to stop and, and, uh, speak to people. Take opportunities to stop and love on people, to encourage people, to, you know, c correct people if, if possible. It's not, uh, it's hard to correct people who are living a lifestyle that's not, uh, not godly it's hard to people who are not connected to god to to tell them they shouldn't do something you know without saying what well, you know it's wrong or is against god and they say well i don't believe in god but you still got to try to give um some type of advice i would say you still need to take opportunity just like the the man i met 73 year old man he, he talked about how he chose not to talk to his kids anymore because they were rude to him the last time he talked to one, he said he had cursed at him or something, and he said he um, just not going to talk to him anymore, you know. And uh, and I tried to encourage him. I said, "Look, um, I think you need to forgive your kids, and I think you need to try to be, uh, even if they don't respect you or think you are, um, they don't want to hear your advice on things. I think you should still try to." Um, still try to speak into their lives you need to try to be as loving and kind as you can i said because at the end of the day you're going to have to give an account for your life and you're going to have to stand before the lord and he's going to ask you why you did this and how come you did that and um and you're going to have to give an account for why you did what you did and i said so you got to take every opportunity you can to do the, the things that you know are right or good and i said and if they choose to reject you if your kids choose to reject you if your kids choose to uh, not listen to you and do whatever they want um, they will have to stand before the Lord and give an account for why they rejected uh, your advice and why they were dishonorable to you you know so that's you know that's between them and God but you still got to try to do your part and that's the same thing I think I would tell you guys who are listening you know it's not up to you to save the world it's not up to you to save one soul it's only up to you to do your part you can only do that which you can do, and God will do everything else. He will do all the things, you know, he, he requires you to open your mouth, and then uh, he'll give you the words. He requires you, you know, to try to love and try to be kind, you know, and he'll, he'll send you to the right places. You know, he requires you to take a step, and he'll lead your, your footpaths, you know. He, he wants you to be active with him. 
but he's the one who's doing it. He's the one who's in control. He's the one who oversees the process and puts the right people in the right places at the right time, the right messages, the right uh, songs of worship, the right opportunities come. You just have to be obedient and try to try to share that as much as you can. So I'm going to go ahead and end the podcast there. I know it's a little different than I have been doing the last 14 episodes. Um, a lot less verses than I normally like to do. But it was just something on my heart that I wanted to um, to share with you guys, you know, to to encourage you to make you aware and to share, you know, just be try to be more bold if you're able to, you know, pray for boldness and uh, to, to just be able to, like, do what God wants you to do with the people he's put around you, with your neighbors, your co-workers, uh, family, whoever's around you, uh, you know, just ask God to, to help you with that. So I'm going to pray for you guys now, as I always do. If you wouldn't mind praying with me. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for your holiness, your goodness, your righteousness, your overseeing, your your love and your mercy and your grace and your forgiveness. Thank you that you are a kind, kind God. Thank you, Lord, that when we were yet still sinners, you had called us, Lord. You had uh, died on the cross and you have t- paid our price. We thank you, Lord, that we didn't deserve it, but you des- you came in and you helped us, Lord. You picked us up, you cleaned us, you renewed us, you uh, loved us, and we thank you for that, Lord. Lord, I ask, Lord, that you just touch the listeners, Lord, that you give them boldness, Lord, to to start conversations with people, Lord, to take opportunities when people come and ask them questions about things, Lord, that you give them boldness to be able to share their faith, to share the truth that they know about your gospel, the truth that they know about your word, uh, about your your decrees and your commandments and your direction. Lord, may you use them, Lord, as tools in your hand to uh, go out and spread the gospel to the world, Lord. May you uh, use them, Lord, for your glory. Lord, may we not be fearful or scared of uh, what is to, to pass in the future, Lord, what is to come. Lord, but may we have faith in you. May we rest and, and have comfort in you, Lord, that you are with us, Lord. If we have to give an account before a judge, if we have to give an account before a crowd, Lord, that you'll give us the words, Lord, that you'll give us the strength, Lord, you'll give us the comfort and peace when it comes. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for all you're going to do. Continue to work. Continue to work in those who hear this podcast. Continue, Lord, to just to bless them, Lord. Um, just, Lord, give direction and wisdom, Lord. Give opportunities, Lord. Pray. I pray you give opportunities to them, Lord, to share their faith, Lord. And, Lord, that they uh, remember that they need to just step forward, Lord. May they not deny you in any way, Lord, but may they be bold to to share their faith in Jesus' name. Lord, thank you for all you're doing. Continue to work. Continue to work, Lord. Love you and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, God bless you all.